0: The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm on with the force the forces with me. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force
1: works. Well,
0: let's start somewhere. Welcome everybody to the Kybercast. This is episode number sixty-four, recorded September fifteenth, twenty twenty. And real quick, a big shout out to my uncle if he listens. Happy birthday! Uh, my name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the team. The other half is my good friend
1: Michael Diaz.
0: Nice. You yeah. really got into it this time. You really, yeah. you really pushed your name. That was great. I'm exuberant. A lot of stuff today was a gift day. We didn't plan it today. uh Of some uh, some of the news that came out this, this week, but oh, yeah. um, you know, little Lucas gift.
1: It's the gift that keeps
0: on giving, Joe. It, it yeah. does. Um, we got a we got a lot of stuff uh going on this week. We have some news bits. We have things about X Men. We've got little Wonder Woman news, a couple of geek stuff, and. uh you know, maybe back to some uh, Raised by Wolves and Boys and things. And a lot of other things in between.
1: Yeah, it's a big week. week. Like, seriously? I can't, I can't remember the last time we had a week this big.
0: It's a good one. It, it's Let's say hope. Maybe it's a little bit of hope. <laughs> um, <laughs> that we might hope. see things. It's hope, but it's also some sadness. Like, you know, how many times are you going to push Wonder Woman back? But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Let's... Um, it's not the movies you know. World. No, but yes and no. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, let's get down to uh, some of the news bits. Michael, I'll let you. You've found a lot of this stuff, so, um, you know, hey, lead it.
1: Well, first off, we've known for a while that CBS All Access was going to rebrand to what we didn't know until today. Apparently, if you're not a max or a plus or something else, well, that's just it. You're probably a plus. So... 've gone really really original on this and CBS all access will soon be known as Paramount plus
0: Whew. original just had to take it Apple just keeps changing everybody don't they
1: well yeah I mean but it, okay so there was wasn't there I mean there was HBO max but there was mm-hmm. some max. Which is all mm-hmm. phone, but it's same toy Warner company. So come on, it's whatever, whatever, whatever. I guess if you are not, I am uh, still able not, to yeah, not going to pay for it. You are a max or a plus. Yeah, you are not going to pay for it.
0: I don't care what they call it. <laughs> it's, you know, um, I mean, they just don't have the content. I mean, how many times am I going to watch Top Gun if that's going to be there? They own, they own that.
1: <laughs> right. I like it for the Star Trek content, but. You know, they make it easy. I guess they I, to just, they own
0: the 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark franchise, though. That won't be on Disney Plus, I don't think. Where is it? Where is it? No, I saw never. it on Netflix for a bit.
1: No, it's. I think it's on Disney Plus, isn't it?
0: Because it's it's Lucasfilm, but it was released by Paramount.
1: Yeah, but That's Lucasfilm weird. always he basically just had them distribute it. I believe right. Lucasfilm owns it. All right, man. So, okay. I, you know what? Here we're live, but yeah, obviously not live by the time you're listening to this. But
0: I'm part of right. Disney
1: Plus right now, and I'm looking right now
0: for- I think it's on Netflix right now, currently.
1: Maybe. It is not on no,
0: Disney Plus. It's not. No, it's not. But I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. But we didn't start this podcast to tell you where Readers of the Lost Ark can be found. So, so Michael, are you going to partake in this? Are you going to pay for Paramount Plus for all your little Trek stuff?
1: no I, <laughs> I did do the trial uh to watch a few episodes of star trek lower decks
0: comes out every thursday but let me let me let me throw this at you because this is a con this is big content for you right let's it, take it away is. let's take different ways of watching this away like you can't have access to that stuff right correct would you pay would you pay So,
1: in theory, if I could not get it any other way, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, would I pay for it? Right. Yes, but with a caveat. I would not, I am very, no offense to the Dutch, because I am part Dutch, but I am Dutch, or as they say, thrifty. So, as much as it would pain me to miss the episodes as they came out, I would wait and because it's like what six bucks a month if you do it with commercials. So I would wait two and a half months. And when the last episode of Picard came out, I would then binge it and watch anything I hadn't watched. And then once that month was up, I'd be done.
0: So, you so that content you're telling me right now that your beloved lower decks. And Discovery <laughs> and Picard, your beloved lower decks, is not worth six dollars a month—less than a fucking happy meal. It is worth that, $6 tells, that tells me that tells me that month. tells me everything I need to know.
1: Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not paying for Star Wars either. The only reason I have that is because it's free.
0: Yeah, I know, but I I believe that I'm I'm actually paying for it because I believe it's worth it. Six dollars is nothing. That's not even two gallons of gas, man. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Once my year is up
1: on Disney Plus, uh, and the Mandalorian season two is done, I'm dropping. I'm dropping Disney Plus like a bad habit.
0: Until oh, not me. I love it. Oh, what, what else is there to watch? I watch all the old stuff. I watch stuff there all the time
1: i certainly certainly not want to watch the new movies, and I own all the <laughs> old movies on Blu-ray. They're all there. Yeah, I own them on Blu-ray. I don't. I don't need Disney Plus. true. Play. So it's true. Once Mandalorian season two is done, Disney Plus, bye, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done. Now yeah, I'll pick it back up for when Mandalorian season three comes out. But honestly, there's really not enough there to keep me coming back to Disney Plus. Right. So it's no different for me. Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, they're the same.
0: Yeah. But $6, that's that's low. That's a low bar of entry to watch your lower decks. Eh.
1: If, okay. If I had, like I said, lower decks I enjoy, but not enough to pay that kind of money.
0: That's all I wanted to hear. No. Well, I think it proves everything.
1: I, well, I said, but the same thing's true with Star Wars. Star Wars not good enough to pay.
0: For you, yeah, right. For you, for you. Now, that that's for me. You know, when they've got other stuff, like I like watching all the rebels again. I like watching all the stuff that's been there, Clone Wars. I'll go back and watch an episode here and there. Like to me, it's just all there for me, so I'm good. I, look, I'm I, happy with it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch all record, the uh, making of stuff. I, you
1: know, me. I went on record. I loved the last season of Clone Wars, season seven. Loved it. Thought it was fantastic. I would not have paid for that. Wow. Like I said, if I if there was no other way for me to get it, I would pay for it and I'd watch it in chunks. So like, if I missed, like well, like I did with uh, Discovery seasons one and two,
0: mm-hmm. I got
1: access to them and I I binge through both seasons in like a week and a half, two weeks. Right. I would do the same because here's the thing. Yeah, six bucks is not a lot, but if I'm gonna get Paramount Plus. And then Disney Plus, and
0: then, and then what? Hulu. Hulu. Oh, then, I know. It's nickel nickel and dime, maybe. Right. I mean, you have a thing, though. are not
1: saving any money on cable anymore.
0: But the bill. Well, no, that's the whole point. Cause people. That's a lot. Other story. But, right. um, the the nice thing about the Disney Plus is you get you know for seven ninety nine, I get Disney Plus, Hulu, and I don't watch the ESPN one, but it's on there. I have even downloaded that app, but. Um, you get Hulu with it, so it's, that's a little bit different. So you get two of them.
1: Oh, I admit that thirteen ninety nine deal to get you all of them. It's not a bad price. That's fair. No problem with that. Yeah. And if I decided that's what I wanted to do, I would probably go that route for a month or two. But
0: and now you've got okay. This is other news today. This is aside. And since we're talking streaming, Apple announced their Apple One deal today, right? So What's you can this? get. Oh God! So it's Apple Music. New- There's different tiers. Apple Music news, um, some new fitness thing, like a Peloton kind of thing. Um, t- Two hundred gigs of space and some other. Oh, um, well, a, an Apple Plus it. TV, an, an Apple Plus television, right? The whole TV thing. How much? Um, for the pre- for the premium is twenty five ninety nine a month.
1: I don't know. I'm just thinking myself. First off, I'm not an Apple acolyte. I don't own a single Apple product. Right. So, fuck that. Uh, and other than that, smartwatches, smartwatches are fucking dumb.
0: So. <laughs> this one saves lives, Michael. It saves lives. It's proven. What? Mm-hmm. No. Watches
1: are accessories. If. You know, if I wanted a cell phone on my fucking wrist, I go put a cell phone on my fucking wrist. I don't need that shit. Wow.
0: I'm oh, pretty angry.
1: <laughs> for me, a watch <laughs> is an accessory, it's a fashion item. I like them to match my outfits. So I have several watches and they tell time and
0: they're mostly resistant to water. That's all I need. You can you can change the bands, Michael. You can change the bands to match your outfit.
1: Oh, so for a watch that what lasts eight to ten hours and I gotta charge it again? That's bullshit. That's not just Apple. I, I loathe all digital watches.
0: Well, I quite enjoy my Garmin. Um, it lasts seven days on battery. That's different. So, yeah. All right, enough. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're not, this isn't KyberCast Tech Week. That just happened to come I spent the Apple Plus is part of that streaming. And, you know, you can break it down into like, oh, and games too. You get video games. Sorry. That's well, another that's thing
1: okay. so, I will say this. If you're already fully immersed in the Apple, you know what environment? Verse, yeah, the Apple verse. It might make sense, but for someone like you, like like Google yeah. Drive, I use Google Drive like crazy. I ran out of space. So do I. Twenty bucks and you get like a hundred gigs.
0: Yeah. Like or better yet, <laughs> again, we're not going around tech. I have I have the the Google stuff too, but I also pay. You're gonna laugh at me. I pay. Uh, as a freelance designer on that side of it, I pay the 7.99 for um, Microsoft 365, so I have access to Word and all that stuff. But with that, I get two terabytes of cloud drive.
1: Well, that's a lot of space. That's a lot of space. It, right. That that's sense. worth it. That is worth it. If if you're doing freelance stuff on the side, yeah, why not? That that makes sense. Now that 20 bucks though, I've, I paid for 100 gigs of Google Drive. That's for the
0: year. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have that too. I pay, I pay everybody. I'm an idiot, (laughs) Um, but I've got my, but I've got photos backed up in three cloud drives from Google, Microsoft, and Apple. That's smart. So if shit goes bad, I can pull them from somewhere. Anyways, no more tech. No more tech. (laughs) Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, your your other news. You have some X-Men news that I didn't even know about as well. See, I'm, I'm behind.
1: Well, that's only because I'm—I've been really following the whole Dawn of X thing pretty closely because, like I said, I'm buying all the trades. So, uh, a book that I was looking forward to called Children of the Atom. It's funny—I pre-ordered it like back in March or April, and mm-hmm. I, even Amazon keeps telling me it's coming out in October, and I'm like, "No, it's not," because the first issue hasn't even shipped yet. So, I'm pretty sure Amazon's going to change that date. Well, sure enough, they announced uh, just the other day, Children of the Atom will be coming out in January. I forgot to put down the creators, but the whole gist of the series is, you know, Batman has Robin. Wonder Woman has Wonder Girl. uh, Green Arrow has Speedy. These are all DC characters. But who who are the sidekicks to the X-Men? It's kind of like this next generation without being the new mutants. So... um, If you look on our Instagram, I did post a link to the uh, cover art that's supposed to be for the first issue. Um, If you look on that, you'll see um, that the different characters obviously have an homage of some sort to their um, mentor. So there was a Cyclops kind of looking person, but obviously their mentor Cyclops. But it's supposed to be like this next generation X-Men, their younger X-Men. They're the, they're the sidekicks, and they're this is their own team. So, it looks interesting. The art looks good. Uh, I like the concept. Uh, I'll check it out, but not until January. And then, um, other bit of Marvel news. Um, for the first uh, what, 13 issues here, uh, they've been kind of been doing like a night shift, day shift, or really like a, a home shift of the New Mutants, which are mostly uh, characters we saw in, you know, New X-Men years ago, and um, whereas um, they also had the original New Mutants team from the 80s and 90s. They were off in space, and there are some other new students here in town, and they had two different creative teams kind of going back and forth on issues, telling their stories. Well, that all ends with issue number 14, where they've got a, is it a Vita Ayala and Rod Rice. So hopefully I'm saying those names right. They take over creative duties. Um, there was a lot of buzz about this creative team, They've done a couple other uh, books recently and got a lot of critical acclaim. I have not checked those out, so I can't vouch for that. But I've already said um, New Mutants Volume One was probably one of my favorite of the New Dawn of X line. So if they're getting this much buzz already for this, you know, creative team, I'll check it out. I'll probably that'll probably be Volume Three or Four by the time I jump in. But I'm
0: interested. Cool. 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 Um, I do have a bit of news that I came across today. I watched an interview with um you and McGregor and they are going to start filming the Obi Wan series this spring. Fantastic. So they have a they have a date started. That means we probably won't get it till maybe Christmas, I'm guessing. If they that that'd be lucky. Right. But if things go well with COVID and whatever else. Whatever else till whatever else Lucasfilm decides to destroy and tell you that's going to happen. then pull a rug underneath you and whatever Kathleen Kennedy does next. But um, anyways, <laughs> he was pretty straightforward about it. And uh, so, you know, I was looking forward to it. And I, I, he was promoting his long way up episode on Apple plus, which is a motor, his motorcycle journey from South America all the way up to North America. Like um, I think up to um, Portland or something like that. So,
1: ooh. Do they have The Wrong Way Around on Disney Plus as well?
0: Uh, I don't know. It was all on Apple Plus um, is where this is going to be oh, shown. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Um, I have The Long Way Around DVD, actually. <laughs> I bought that a long time ago because it was cool. Um, I'm sure you can find it somewhere or somebody might be able to help you find yeah, it.
1: They basically went around the world. Like they to, Did they try to kind of stay near the equator or not?
0: On that one, they did, right? Yeah. And then they had Long Way Down. And that was like, I think the European, I don't know, something like that. I didn't see that one, but
1: I, just remember I they would love to do that. They were riding on BMWs, weren't they GSs?
0: They were, and now they're doing a BMW electric bike.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I believe. I believe it's, well, they said electric bike. I'm not sure it's BMW, but I would, wouldn't would see why it wouldn't because that's all they've been using.
1: I, you know, I, I'd all right. I'd like to see that. That, looks, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, I'll watch it on my free Apple Plus that I got when I bought my iPhone, so I got that free for a year. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, let me ask you no. this question. I know we have a lot of news, but
1: would you pay for Apple Plus yeah. if you didn't get it for free?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> good. There's nothing There's nothing compelling on there yet. I've watched the stuff on that; It's good. Some of it's okay, uh, but my guess is they're going to buy somebody, I would assume, at some point to get real content. Well, um,
1: you didn't even watch the Tom Cruise movie? That looked pretty good.
0: Tom Hanks movie, you mean?
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Tom Hanks movie.
0: <laughs> um, no, I haven't watched it yet. I, you know what? I, don't, I, I just haven't. I don't think about it enough. Like Apple Plus, which is a problem. There's a couple of good shows. I guess it's on there, but uh, I try. I watched C, which is a Jason Momoa kind of. That was okay. It's not much different than Raised by Wolves in a weird way, but it's kind of like that apocalyptic. Um, it's pretty good. Well, um, could get better.
1: I hear buzz that uh, for all mankind, which is going to Apple Plus, is supposed to be pretty good.
0: Yeah. If, you know what? Apple has money, if, if anything. They could buy Disney and it would cost them nothing. Literally. They're like, what? I think they're like 10 to 15 times bigger than Disney right now.
1: That's crazy to me.
0: It's crazy, right? They could literally buy Disney for the money they have in the bank without without taking a loan or anything. They can just buy it. So, so if they want content, Bezos. they'd have all of it. What's that? <laughs> so Bezos.
1: Bezos. He's rich.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah. they could. I guess they could. Um, he bought himself uh, a weight loss and workout plan that worked out for him, so he's good. Um, some bad news, right? Wonder Woman 1984 pushed back again. We knew. And when I hear out. this, I'll, uh, yeah, but when I hear this, it's like okay, now Black Widow's gonna be pushed back, and I'll just, you know what? I'll pay for Black Widow. I'll I'll pay twenty bucks. I'll go twenty. I won't go thirty.
1: I'll go twenty bucks on Black Widow. I would do that.
0: Yeah, like just do it. Like enough. I mean, it's it's a shame that 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 it's come out to this, but you know.
1: Well, it had been pushed to October, and then they pushed it back. Now it's pushed back to Christmas time, and I have to wonder.
0: Literally Christmas. I think it comes out Christmas Day.
1: Yes, I have to wonder if Tenet played into this at all.
0: Because... Well, Tenet didn't make we, money because it was released in some areas and they knew it wasn't going to.
1: Right, but they released it overseas and then basically if you happen to be in a state that has a movie theater that's open, a friend of mine in Kentucky, mm-hmm. he watched it. He said it was typical Nolan. It, you know, it's mind-bending mm-hmm. and you really got to pay attention. And that that sounds appealing to me. I'd like to see it, but... Warner Brothers is being very careful about releasing, you know how much it's making, and now that they've pushed back Wonder Woman, I have to believe that it's not making the money they thought it would. Well, no, it can't. It would.
0: I know. I know. It can't. It can't. So they're stupid to like even think that this is like it can't. I think they.
1: I think they basically gave it up as the sacrificial lamb and said, "Let's see what happens. We think it's going to suck. thus far not the movie, but the returns are going to suck. But let's see how bad it's going to be." And then they did it and said, "Yeah, it's pretty bad." Wonder when you are getting pushback.
0: That's what I think. Yeah, probably part of it for sure. Um, it, yeah. I mean, I don't know when they're going to open theaters. Uh, I would assume not until there is a vaccine. Oh yeah. Or they're all bankrupt and gone anyway. So I mean, what? What do you? Gonna, what do they think is going to change between now and Christmas? It's two months. Like nothing. There is not going to be. Anybody coming down and saying, oh, okay, everything's great now, you know, right? and who'd believe that anyways? Right. So, well, there's people that don't believe in what's going on, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But they're just, you know, either let it go. Here's the thing. When we start, when it starts getting, when the weather starts getting really shitty, things can go really bad, right? We can't now, right now we can all go out. It's nice weather. I can stay 10 feet away from people. See, You know what I mean? Yep. Um, got to see my mom over the weekend. You know, I haven't seen them. I saw them once during this whole thing. I uh, needed some help, but, you know, masks and everything else. Um, Don't want to get my parents sick. Not that I have it, but who knows, right? And, um, again. right. So, I mean, but, but it was outside and it was fine. We had stayed outside the whole time. Didn't even go into their house. Right. But when, when, the, when the winter hits, ain't nobody staying outside, man. So now yeah. you're going to start really getting, you're going to get people really antsy. And I think the movie theaters can start paying, like the, the movie companies can start saying, okay, 20 bucks. All right. I got nothing to watch today. I'll fucking pay $20. You know what I mean? Right. You might have a slightly captive audience to do this stuff. Um, and it just happened to fall into spot. If they don't open. And they're not going to open. Like, come on. Right. You know, unless like maybe, maybe, some executive order from federal government or something
1: what strange times we live in
0: yes yes so i mean i haven't heard anything on on um black widow if they said that that's moved to christmas or anything i haven't heard a date on that at all just kind of like lost i mean i'm, I heard assuming. On that. I'm assuming right it's, i'm assuming we're not it's gonna quiet. next spring yeah it's a shame
1: it is but you know but, what? By now, we should have seen uh, an Eternals trailer. If It was originally supposed to come out in November. Right. We haven't seen one. You know, we got one. You know, the movie's done. It's, if it's not done, it's got to be pretty damn close by now.
0: Uh, right, because so. the post can be done in all this uh, mess. So.
1: Well, like everyone else, they're working from home. So I've heard, you know, like, on, like Star Trek, uh, you know, Discovery and whatnot and other shows, they're doing the post from home, and it's, it's taking longer. Right. But it's getting done, so maybe maybe Eternals isn't completely done. Maybe they're still doing some stuff in post, but you know there's enough to get a trailer out by now, but why? Why release one if it's not even going to come out? It's not coming out right. in November.
0: Right. Right.
1: All right, We're be in Dower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's, you know, we want to see these movies and we're not going to. It's just the way it is until it goes, unless it goes on streaming, you know. You know, they, if they, if HBO Max is tanking and they say, okay, Wonder Woman for 10 bucks, you never know. I don't think HBO
1: Max is tanking
0: though. I said, if it does, if it starts, oh. you know, if yeah. numbers, if numbers go down as like nothing new is on there,
1: it's so. not Apple Plus,
0: you know. Not Apple
1: yet. TV Plus. Sorry.
0: Right. <laughs> all right. So, Michael, we're starting a book. We're, we're going to start yeah. a book club, right? We are. We've told some people that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I put is, some right.
1: stuff out on our social media. Uh, I haven't gotten all the details yet because uh, I'm taking the time to figure out how to run a book club. So <laughs> the the gist. Well, I think is- it's pretty simple, right?
0: We, we're gonna we're gonna have Dune as our first book. We said that last week.
1: Yes, that's, we know um, the book, yes.
0: And we said October, but yes. you can officially start reading yes. it now since it's super long. And then I guess we can talk about it like the last podcast in October. And hopefully we'll take some, maybe we can take some topics uh, online, what we can talk about about the book or something. I don't know.
1: Oh, I was thinking about even uh, hosting some book clubs, some virtual book club meetings.
0: That could be, We could do that too and record those put those up there i didn't
1: even think about recording those i just thought about that's a good idea too
0: we can use zoom i can record the whole thing you can go on youtube if we wanted Smart. we can actually do that with this podcast i just don't want to you know wreck anybody's uh cool image of me if they see my face so
1: <laughs> they've already seen your face they've posted it on the for Instagram. All,
0: for all for all i know they could think i look like harrison ford shut up it could be cool
1: <laughs> but anyway we're still working out the details yes we're going to do dune yeah um like i said I, i'm trying to figure it out i've never run a book club before and i don't want it to be a, a bad experience i want it to be fun i want to be you know i'm i'm going to be part of it too uh i like joe i have not yet started dune but i have it so i want to read it fresh and i'm trying to accommodate all reading speeds uh, what I'm reading from some of the some of the literature I found it saying, you know, book clubs usually meet every other week, and you gotta usually cover between eighty and one hundred and twenty pages. And I'm like, this isn't an eight hundred page book. So
0: yeah, I think we just do the end of the book. I don't think we can like do a check in and see what's going on. I think that's, that's
1: oh, a I lot. Can, here's what I'm thinking. I'm okay. thinking a hundred pages a week. We go over the book october november so that way we're done by december 1st and ready for the movie if it comes out and we could hold we can i mean like i said i'm still working on the details we might be able to do like some um like some zoom type meetings where we can meet and discuss the book or we can just do, do some virtual chats something like that you know obviously we have a day job so i don't want to go too crazy but i'd like to do a couple things over the course of reading the book and i'm the reason I'm thinking eight weeks. So that's a hundred pages a week because it's a hundred-page book.
0: But well, maybe you. Well, we can work it out offline. But maybe it's one of those things that are you. Know, it's check-in places. Like maybe it's twenty-five percent of the book, then fifty percent, then seventy-five percent. Yeah, rather
1: eight, than, I mean, a hundred is just kind of because I don't want to stop at a hundred pages. But also, if I, I remember looking at the book, there's not really like chapters. So I'm no, to it just keeps going to like natural breaks like you know maybe maybe one week it'll be 86 pages and the next week it'll be 120 pages but whatever makes sense to stop and talk anyway right i got two weeks to figure this out
0: good we can talk it over um that brings us to our new segment new old segment this is something that we started um our geek this week and i'm woefully lacking on this one because i was working all last week out off site and uh so basically it's just the dune book so i haven't really um partake of anything other than i did catch up on the raised by wolves and the boys which we'll talk about later so i guess you could say that was my geek this week as well because i caught up on those That's very, uh, very two very things very um but it's, you know, that's our, our, one of our other topics. So, yeah, to me, it's just the Dune book. And um, I'll leave it at that since we'll be talking about that in the future. Um, but, you know, and the other thing, too, I, I listened to a really good podcast today. Um, from the It's called, it's through the, the podcast is the Force Center. And it's with Ken Natsok, who wrote the book. He wrote, like, Why I Love Star Wars kind of book. He's a really cool guy. He was on um, Collider, did the Star Wars show on there. Super smart dude, fun guy to listen to, and basically him and his partner Joe something I forgot his name. Uh, anyways, on the force center they went through a kind of all the films and talked about diversity and inclusion, and you know how it's important for other people to see themselves in these stories. And they kind of like talked about who they thought they when they were kids who they looked up to and that kind of thing. So it was a good uh, a good podcast, and w- with the diversity inclusion aspect of it. Um, you know, it, it's, again, these are two white middle-aged guys and coming to the understanding that, you know, when you see yourself in films or you can relate to a character in, in any kind of film and, and they look like you, it makes a difference, you know, for young, young people. Um, and when you always see maybe negative things of people that look like you, that changes the dynamic as well. So, I mean, having a positive Person represented on screen is important. Um, You know, I I remember seeing an interview with um, Diego Luna about being in Rogue One. And when he showed his dad the film, like his dad cried. He said, Look, there's somebody with our accent in this movie because he was a big Star Wars fan. I guess his dad was too. And, you know, he kept his uh,
1: Mexican accent.
0: Yeah, kept his accent. So, I mean, those are big deals, right? Um, Which. I think it's an important topic. so I agree. There you go. That's another. So check out the Force cast. um, Look at your podcast networks and pull it down. It's a good good episode.
1: So my geeks this week, of course, Star Trek Lower Decks, which we're, what, five, six episodes in. And I got to say, it's not a bad Star Trek show. It's not great. I wouldn't pay for it. But... It's filling in that niche right after uh, Next Generation, you know, two years after uh, Nemesis. It's They're making references. I don't know. Joe, you asked before, who is this show for? It's for people that obviously, yes, they like Rick and Morty because there's a flavor of that on this show. I won't mind. it's It's heavily comedy-based, and yes, there's yelling. But it's... It's for hardcore Star Trek geeks. They, they drop a lot of references. I don't even catch them all. I mean, sometimes I have to go through and watch the YouTube episodes of people saying, here are all the Easter eggs and references. I'm like, well, I, I usually catch most of them, but not all of them, just because I'm, I think, you know, I think I know Star Trek fairly well, but there's some hardcore references in there. And I'm, listen, I'm not going to die on the hill of this show, but I like it. You, you kind of are. I'm not. <laughs> no, my whole you would be like trying to convince you you should watch it and like, and you're not because okay. I know you're not because you know you already said you hated the first episode and that's fine. I I'm gonna tell you that it gets better. I, at least I think it does. Um, but also you're not a are there any you're just are
0: not, there any th- are there any throughput storylines? Yes, or is it just one yes. episode? Okay,
1: it's very episodic, but there are things that are building and they're fleshing out the characters a bit more every episode. And I know for you, characters are important. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise you don't give a shit. And I have to say six episodes in, they are establishing these characters where I'm like, yeah, I I care about them now.
0: So have you, I really would like you to watch rebels at the same time, but I know you're a busy guy too and see how they compare. Um, so that's interesting
1: I've watched the first season of Rebels and I'm not going to lie, Rebels Rebels isn't a comedy though, you know it's more, it might be oh no, it's different, it's It's totally different it's a little bit lighter too in that obviously they're trying to appeal to more kids on Rebels yes, there's still death and well, you didn't get through the
0: series it gets gets a little little darker, but you you should watch it all but um, anyways, yeah, I'm just curious I just meant like in the terms of like, here's how Star Wars has moved the story forward Versus what maybe Lower Dex is.
1: Yeah. Well, Lower Dex is different in that. Okay, so when Rebels came out, you know, it came out and it was basically after all the Clone Wars and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So after the Clone Wars show, and they were basically building the bridge. Well, they weren't even building the bridge to Resistance, they were just telling
0: stories after, you know, and how they were re- building the bridge to, yeah. ep- to, ep- to episode four.
1: Yes. And maybe even to a, to a certain degree to Rogue
0: One. Um, yes, absolutely. Yep.
1: But so, you know, they really kind of had a focus. The thing is with um, Lower Decks, it's just a couple years after the last Star Trek movie, but Picard doesn't take place for 20 more years. And, you know, and we're not, we're still a good, what, 10, 15 years away from. You know, when the, the Kelvin-verse, which is a completely different thing anyway. So it has a lot of room to play. It really doesn't have to build a bridge to anything. And I don't think it's trying to. So they're, they're two different animals. And like I said, it, you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, Rebels. And even, even though you know it's not that great, you still watched and enjoyed Resistance. And I think in a similar vein, because I'm a hardcore truckie, this show is going to appeal to me. You know, almost no matter what.
0: Yeah, I get that. So. I get that.
1: Like I said, I, I, I do think the characterization is coming along, but I don't know that you could give it enough time to get to that point. And I don't know that you need to.
0: Right. Um, well, if you, if you if you get to the end of this thing and you say, boy, there's some there's some cool, real cool shit that happens towards that really brings the season finale kind of thing feeling to it. Maybe I'll binge it because there's like, what, 20 minutes long?
1: Yeah, they're not super long, and I think right. there's only going to be like twelve episodes.
0: Right. So, so I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be hard to catch it if you said, "Oh my God, it really took a turn. You should watch this." I don't see that happening.
1: I think <laughs> it's <laughs> getting better, it but I don't. am giving it's you it's the opening. <laughs> if it if it gets that good, I'll let you know. I don't think so. I think, like I said, I'm enjoying it. I know our friend uh, Ring Michael Ring from Rich City Comics. I know he's enjoying it. But we're both hardcore Trekkies, and that's really who it's for. Right. Um, Next, because we got other topics to go through. Just real quick, uh, finished Umbrella Academy Season 2. All I'm going to say about that is if you liked Umbrella Academy Season 1, which I did, I admit it was a slow burn, and it took me a while to really get involved. But once I was, I, I really enjoyed the series. All I have to say is Season 2 is just a much stronger season. It's got better character oh, development. Um, it's just, everyone gets a moment to shine and it's a rich, lush season and there's a lot going on. Like I said, it's, it's the Empire Strikes Back to Star Wars.
0: Cool. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, there's just so much time in the day to catch up on all these shows. So I figure when things get, when the lines start losing, oh, that's right now. I can start well watching that on Sundays. There you go. You're Android. all set
1: now. You can stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can start right yeah, now. It's a, this Sunday.
1: it's a strong season. That's all I'll say about that. I, you know, I won't go too much into it. And the other thing I'm going to say is, uh, we've also started upload season one, which is on Amazon prime. Um, I mentioned it only because it's, it is sci-fi. It takes place about 15 years from now, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put it this way. It's kind of like The Good Place and the San Junipero episode from Black Mirror. If those two things had a child, that's upload. Interesting. It's that's a ne- You said
0: Netflix series? Nope, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, sorry.
1: Basically, it's like when you die, right before you die, you're uploaded. And you're called an upload, and you're uploaded into a computer, and you get to continue on your afterlife in a computer simulation, but it's all based on money. Just like whatever right. you die with,
0: you can make, oh God, it sucks. Well, no, it, you have to see the show, but like I said, it sucks because it sucks as I'll be, I'll be put into the PC side of things. Cause I don't have the money in real life to get the Apple side when I'm up there.
1: <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Instead of Verizon, the big <laughs> company is a data company called horizon. And <laughs> there actually is an episode where they go down and, and spend some time with the two G's. There were people who yeah. only have two gigs of data allowed every month. So when they reach that two gigs of data, they go into stasis until the next month. So, Oh my God. Like I said, it's, there are some darker aspects, kind of like that San Junipero episode, but overall right. it's a comedy. It's from Greg Daniels, who was one of the creators and uh, producers on The Office when it came to the U.S. So, there's definitely some comedy. Okay. It's definitely adult as well. So don't cool. watch it with the kids. And that's all I'll say about gotcha. the episode.
0: Good. I think I'll give that a shot when I get a chance, If when things open up. I do have a uh, real quick news just popped in on one of my emails. This is the real-time news that I had to share this. Real-time. Remember, real-time Remember when we were talking about, we, we had Chris as our guest, and we talked about conventions and what you can do online. Oh, yeah. And we talked about, well, you can even do cosplay, right? Well... Our friends at Disney, who I'm sure listens to this podcast. I'm I mean, sure. It's clear. Uh, they, for D23, at their conference, they're going to have a Halloween masquerade online virtual costume contest. So $500 Disney gift card. Um, if you submit your photo between September 17th and October 1st, you can do that too. So I would say check that out. That could be fun uh, for those people that are cosplayers. You know, you can't get out there. You can't do it. This is a chance for, for you to maybe win some money. And I think, uh, you know, that might be fun to watch. So um, anyways, I thought I'd throw it out there. It was a quick email that came through that I, you know, not that I'm reading emails here. I'm checking, you know, news wires and all that. <laughs> but uh, I, I saw it. And I was like, oh, that's, this is announcing the first ever online costume contest. And I was like, oh, cool. That We talked about that a couple episodes ago. And
1: Hot off the presses.
0: Yep. Thanks, uh, Disney, for listening. And, uh, you know, appreciate you. All right let's let's get into our let's get into our main topics. I'm caught up. I'm actually I just I, I beat you episode. Uh, I'm up on you now. I um, I've gotten through the I've gotten through the five episodes of Raised by Wolves. Um, and I you know I like it, but I don't know if I should like it yet. Like it's I'm at a part or I'm at a point now. Um, it's fairly slow, uh, in moving, and I'm I'm starting to like. I think you felt a little bit like this in Picard, right? Where it was like, can you, we, we had the same thing. And I liked the series as a whole, but it was just like, okay, let's go. Let's go do something. Right. Um, it, it does pick up after season, after uh, episode four and five a little bit. Um, but I'm still having trouble figuring the show out. How about you?
1: I'm pretty much in the same spot, even though I'm, I've completed through episode four. So I believe you're one ahead of me. Yeah. Um, even though you're ahead of me, I, I still feel confident in saying I like the show, but I still don't know exactly what the fuck's going on.
0: Yeah, I mean that's where I'm at too. I don't, I don't quite know.
1: So yeah, even though you're an episode ahead and you've seen more than I have, I'm convinced that when I catch up, I'm still not going to know exactly what the fuck's going on.
0: <laughs> right, you know, what? Um, but you really held back last time because you got through more nighted, and episode two is a big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for th- those who haven't listened, here's some spoilers because, you know, we haven't talked spoilers yet. But I want to make sure, you know, if you haven't list- watched episode two and beyond, uh, spoilers are coming up. So episode two dropped a big bomb, right? That They're not actually – those guys uh, stole the bodies or stole the look, killed the fa- – you know, killed um, – I, I forget their names. I, the the show is kind of complicated. But you know what I'm talking about. The main the – main, Yes, the protagonists.
1: Yes, the atheists had their yeah. faces reconstructed to look like, like um, the the believers of soul. soul. Right, uh,
0: and, and and but they but they ran into them afterwards. Yes, right, they and they, and they killed them at their at their house or wherever their apartment, whatever you want to call it, um, dwelling. And so that was a like whoa okay so now what does that mean and now they've grown to love that kid who thinks it's their parents. Um, I mean, there's a dynamic there
1: well you, yeah even in episode two though the kid right away is like uh, it sounds like his parents were dicks because you yeah know, well we're probably
0: very well they were probably very much um these soul brothers <laughs> right uh, <laughs> and um probably heavily let's say like maybe if you were Amish and you I don't know but maybe you're very strict or something. You, yes, they're very don't. strict. Right, so kids, you know, always rebel. The the stricter you are, the more rebellious your child will be. Just remember that for those raising kids. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's an interesting story in the Bible that says, you know, you know, don't eat this apple and then you, you told them not to eat the apple and they did. That that's what kids do. That's a, that's called, you know, a fable for you to learn. Yes. Um anyways, uh but the show is interesting. I mean, there is a lot of dynamic of you know what does religion mean what is if you follow it to the letter, what does that mean if you you bend it a little bit, is it better? You know what I mean? like how do you treat a human there's there's so many things going on in this this show that it's actually hard to parse like even the um these humanoid things that they're eating, right? Well, it's gonna be figured out pretty quickly. I think that they're gonna they actually were humans that got distorted on this planet or something. I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there's a, gonna be some weird shit there.
1: Exactly. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm not as far along as you. I'm, I'm not that far behind. I just the way no, but those, you know, you
0: saw episode right. four had the humanoid in it that they captured, right?
1: Yeah, it walks around on all yeah. fours, but it it definitely has a humanoid type skeleton. So, mm-hmm. I that's that's not by mistake. It can't be.
0: No, it can't be. There's there's gonna be a reason for that. Like you're testing everything, right? Like what is life? What is worth it? Like. Yeah. at every angle at every angle of this show it is like what is the worth of life yes so you know whether you're an android which is fake life or this creature humanoid that's like it's easy to kill and eat cuz it is and then even if like if you're an atheist or if you're like what it's really a test of what is life worth that's what i'm taking so far out of this show um but anyways
1: no, That's I I, I, I can see that, and I also think it's it's interesting because it obviously plays with the you know atheism versus devotion, not just faith, but complete devotion. It plays with that, but even within the devoted, I mean, yes, you have those atheists that are now disguised as believers, but on top right. of that, it's even it's not even just them. Like um, I forget the character's name, but he's the teenager. I think he's a, a black, um, a, the black teenager that's.
0: With oh yeah, yeah, the, the oldest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Who, yeah, he was the son of a pastor or something like that or whatever they right. talk in the show. But he also has a super high IQ, and he can't, like, he can't do. The manual labor because he's too smart, but he also right. can't kill the humanoid thing to eat because his hands have to remain, you know, without sin because he is holier than them. Or what the fuck? He's lazy. The kid's fucking lazy. <laughs> he's an asshole. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that, just so we're clear, I'm not saying he's lazy because he's a black kid, and that's made clear. He's lazy because of his position of power, which there's an interesting dichotomy there because. Um, Shaley when we were watching it today, said, "Isn't that interesting?" He was held in a higher position. So, in this world, your worth and your power is based on your intelligence and your devoted devotedness, if you will.
0: Well, look at the not the,
1: necessarily your skin color.
0: Well, look at the emperor guy. Whatever the hell his name is, the leader of the Soul Brothers. Same thing. They yeah, ca- that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they they carried him. Yeah, I mean, like like a, like uh, Cleopatra or something. Yeah, again, so yeah, he, he's lazy
1: as fuck too. Uh, I'm sorry, is- if you're crossing a desert, get your ass down and start walking.
0: Yeah, you're no better than anybody else. That's kind of like the Pope thing for me or whatever. It's like, we're all humans. He's not closer to God than you are. Um. Anyways, that's, exactly. I don't want to hurt anybody's religion. That's not what I'm trying to say. But at the end of the day... There, there's some weird stuff going on there. Um, now, did you, do you know what happened? Oh, geez, I don't want to give anything away. So maybe, I can't remember what episode it happened in, but um, anyway. Episode
1: four basically ended with them killing the humanoid and finding out it was pregnant. And that's where it ended.
0: Okay, right. So I mean, right, anything so I think yeah. for that, I have not seen. All right, I'll leave it. Cause, so a lot happens in, in the fifth episode that will will push it forward um but I, I, you know it's it, the one interesting thing too is like campion falls under the spell of the older guy right the older the kid the older kid he yes. says oh they're all lying they're all lying to you and all that but by the end of episode four he learns that the androids didn't lie to him at all correct so that was an interesting take. Now he's back. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't know what to believe. Because we were also meant to believe that they were lying too. Like the way they shot the episodes. And yep. for a little bit that we, we can't trust the android. But, you know, we, what you think is a crazy android, this woman, mother, turns out she's just following protocol. Right? Protect. Yep. And, and that's it.
1: I'm curious to know more about her because obviously father is basically like a servant android. That's his job. He's supposed to be
0: right. And she is was called a, a, necromancer. Um, necromancer, yeah. There's more than one of those. You'll have to get through episode five. There's there. Let's say that in that one, they kind of get into her story a little bit. Okay. So it's really good. That's it's one of it's a, some flashback stuff in there.
1: Awesome. Overall, so I'm liking the series. I I like. I said I still don't know where the hell it's going. I'm assuming yeah. there's going to be a substantive payoff if there isn't that's really this is one of those shows where if it doesn't go anywhere and have an awesome ending, yep. i'm going to be like this is another lost and i just wasted my fucking time
0: yeah but jj has nothing to do with this show
1: so don't pick <laughs> up. well i'm not going to give Rudy scott a pass uh alien you know prometheus and alien covenant were turds
0: yeah, I like the idea behind Prometheus. It just executed horrible.
1: Yes, it's a beautiful dumpster fire.
0: Yeah. All right. Next thing we're going to catch up on, which we talked about last week, is the boys. I'm caught up on that. I am too. Uh, and so far, so good. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's uh, it is messy. I gotta. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to lie. I watched uh, the Elizabeth Shue <laughs> back on the show, and I'm like, what? What is going on?
1: Oh yeah. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> turned That's into that. the doppelganger guy. He was... Oh, man, that, that guy is so messed up in the head, right? Hope he is, yeah, he oh, is basically so a sociopath, big-time sociopath. Yes,
1: um, and he was ruining milk for me.
0: Well, I, I hate milk anyways, but anyways, uh, but when he pushed his kid, like, as a father, when he pushed his kid off that the thing, oh, my God, <laughs> roof, I was so pissed off. Um, But... Kid showed his power after. Oh, sorry, spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched this show again. Spoilers. Um,
1: they, anyone listening should know if we're talking about a show, there's spoilers.
0: Well, we should be nice. So I, I think this the story is going on. It took a little bit to get going. Um, I like where it's headed. I I really like Giancarlo Esposito's character, although they're not showing him enough. He's not playing all his cards yet. Um, he really. You know that they they got the idea out to the public that the V was you know, the superheroes weren't born, they were made. And he spun that very well. You know, I don't we'll see how it ends up, but okay. yeah. Um so that's the biggest gist of it. And this Storm Chick, holy cow, she is even battier than she actually actually's not battier she's smarter, and that makes her scarier than Homelander. Homelander's like I'm gonna say this and I don't care. It's like those guys running around in trucks right now with a bunch of fucking Confederate flags hooping it up like assholes. That's, that's Homelander to me. Yes. I mean, and, and, and and Storm is like a fucked up scientist. Stormfront. You know, Stormfront, sorry.
1: Um, I'm going to admit, the first three episodes, I thought, I mean, it's the boys. I was happy it was back. Uh, it's brutally violent still. I, I do enjoy that aspect. When used appropriately. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, after the first three episodes, I'm like, it's a little bit slower this season.
0: Yep, get going. Do something.
1: But episode four, where you find out, again, spoilers, Stormfront is a hero from the 60s and 70s known as Liberty. Now there's a deeper mystery going on. And now that's the big twist. And now I'm curious, because if she is that old. And they're they laying down th- hints, like, they're really thick, they're laying down hints. Like, she ends up talking to Homelander in the office and she's like, you yeah, know, cool. you're, you're going to have to reinvent yourself. Lord knows I did. Yep. And then you're like, holy shit, she is that old. She's probably 60s or 70s, if not older now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she doesn't look that old. So it's is we may really, have that kind
0: of Wolverine thing where you, he takes a longer time to age because of the healing thing. Who knows yet? We don't know.
1: We don't know. But I, I'm more convinced after seeing the trailer and then seeing the first three episodes, I think I said this last episode or sometime in the past that I have to believe her name Stormfront has to be an allusion as well to mm-hmm. the white supremacy movement. Because that was the name of their newspaper. I don't even know if it still exists.
0: Well, she was pretty clear when she broke that guy's neck.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, she was obviously a huge fucking racist. Right. So I I have to believe, I, I, I believe I'm correct. I have to. I, she's so racist.
0: Yeah, it all, all, all things point to that for sure.
1: Well, also, you know, in episode three, you know, she's chasing after the, the terrorist who, okay, she calls yellow. Yep. Um, but also she takes the opportunity in the apartment.
0: To destroy.
1: Yeah, she just starts killing all the the uh, people of color that are living in the yep. apartments. She doesn't, she doesn't even try. In fact, it's like, no. oh, I happen to be here, so while I'm here, I'm going to go ahead and take the opportunity to kill some people that aren't white.
0: Right, and blame the terrorist. It was perfect cover. Right.
1: Yeah, she is yeah, a no, social path racist, no question.
0: And you know it's going to come down to us rooting for Homelander. Right? You know it's be- he's gonna fight her. And you're gonna root for him. Of all the people, you are gonna make us root for him.
1: Oh yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, a stormfront is not gonna survive this season.
0: Oh or she'll change, you know, it could be one of those. You can't My guess is them. that
1: Homelander kills her at some point. That's I'll put money on the table.
0: Well, they're definitely going to clash, and like I said, they're going to. They're, what, what, good, what good writing does is, how can you make somebody even worse than that jackass, so that you actually root for the worst guy ever? You know, this is how the world works. <laughs> so it's it's a great way to manipulate us as as audience members. Like, you know, you hate this homelander. You can't. You won't ever want to root for him. But now you're going to have to, and it's hey, going to be weird.
1: He's awful, but he's
0: less awful than she is. It's, it's kind of like elections. Oh, um. Hey. Okay. Ew. okay. We're we're getting close to the to the hour mark. Let's let's get to uh, anyways. Boys, keep watching it. We'll we'll catch up with it again. There's a lot going on, um, but I think Michael is spot on correct with where it's going. Um, trailers, Star Trek Discovery, season three looks good. Yeah. What did you think? I'll let you, I'll let you talk first.
1: You know, I, I don't have a lot to say about the show other than. I I really like the first two seasons, but it was always going to be encumbered by the fact that it was a prequel series. Now that we're in 900 years in the future, uh, it's to borrow from Star Trek. It's the undiscovered country. So I like the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be interesting to hear why the Federation collapsed and how they're going to rebuild it in some way, shape or form. But there's so much, I mean, it's now a completely open sandbox for them to do whatever they want, and I like that this show has the room to breathe like that.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be the best part of the angle. I, I'm a little concerned over the over drama that was kind of that Michael Burnham has, like these grandiose speeches and these uber dramatic moments in the way she presents things, especially in this preview. Um, so that that be my my only problem with the preview. I think we've got, it's got great opportunity to go to the places where it has Star Trek probably has never gone, obviously, which is perfect. That's what you want. Yes. Maybe there'll be, maybe there will be new races that we don't know about. Maybe there'll be old ones. I saw a Vulcan in there. Yep. Um, so they're still around apparently. Uh So yeah, I think it's got a lot of potential, and I hope it's real. I mean, it's beautifully shot. I mean, the color is good. I've always liked the color of the show. Like the cinematography is for a TV show, it's it's really pretty good. Um, it's it's borrowing a little J.J. Abrams, though, by the way, just a little bit.
1: But you know, I I have to admit, I even like Tig Notaro on the show.
0: Yeah, she's good. You need that snarky. I mean, that's basically DeForest Kelly right it's it's bones so i mean you kind of have to have those things that's part of the star trek thing um so you know looks good i just i just hope they don't get she's just a little over dramatic right now at least at least from the cuts that i saw
1: i can appreciate that i but you know again it's star trek so i think i'm a little bit more geek than you are but that's just going to be the nature of the beast because
0: i yeah but i like i liked the show so uh, I'll, i'll be happy to watch it
1: I know you liked it, but like I it. think I liked it more. So therefore, I'm more hyped. Which,
0: right? I'm I'm not super hyped, but I'm I'm gonna watch it.
1: That's what I have to say. It looks good. I'm. Yep. I love the sandbox.
0: Yeah, and I I just like that. There's content coming up that I want to watch on TV. And I, you know, I'm really loving having streaming stuff though. Yes, it's it's it is it is a new age of television that like I foresee like it's going to suck, but maybe the over the air stuff might go away over the while. Like the stuff that will be like on NBC, CBS, like regular stuff are going to be like live TV events. Cause the only thing they can do, right? Like, I don't know. That's a long discussion. We won't have to dive into that. Let's, let's um let's move on to the dune trailer. So I watched it again today just to catch up. I watched it when it came out. And it's funny because a lot of the stuff that they show in there is almost like the first hundred pages, which is crazy um so they're not showing a lot uh Great. in the preview but they are showing enough to, to show this world and obviously the, the 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 worm you know at the end is really fantastic i think that fits from what i've everything i've seen on the books and things and um it looks good this looks like uh cinematography looks phenomenal i think the the look and feel of the characters, like the costuming. I mean, looks, looks really, really good. It, it doesn't look hokey. I don't see sting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I, I this looks really good. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's coming out at the right time. This, this feels slightly game of Thrones in a way. And for people that don't know Dune, I think it might pull them in. Jason Momoa certainly will help. That guy's just great. I would love to meet that guy. I'd love to have lunch with him. He'd well, be awesome. Let's face it. Um, so Tolkien, you know, was the what? The
1: godfather of fantasy, right? Or
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: I mean fantasy's always existed, but he's the one that really kind of blew it up.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, clearly Arthurian Tales um is probably one of the first Right.
1: No question. Of of fantasy, but but yes, correct. Yes, in the sixties, boom, fantasy blew up because of Tolkien. And likewise on the other side of the coin coin, you had Herbert doing Dune. Right. I mean, yes, Asimov too, and also Ray Bradbury. But the sixties was a Heinlein. Yes, exactly. Um the sixties was a great time to be a fantasy or a sci-fi writer. And they really blew up the genres and
0: yeah.
1: Frank Herbert should get the credit for that. Now I, I agree. I think it's the thing. I think the movie looks fantastic. Uh, I like the costumes as well. It's very, um, I don't think you ever read it, but there was a European comic book uh, that came out in the seventies um, called the Meta barons seventies and eighties. And I they got the feeling of the metabaran in this just and it's more of a a European approach to sci-fi hmm. if that makes sense, kind of the European design aesthetic and whatnot. Um, and metabaran is one of my favorite comics of all time. So seeing like in the armor and stuff when you see the you know the people on the ships and the armor yep I'm like that looks like something I would have seen in a page of the Meta Barons, which is interesting because Meta Barons was written by Jodorowski, who at one point was supposed to direct Dune before it went to David Lynch in the 80s. Right. So all that to say, it looks epic as fuck.
0: Yeah. I mean it's got great actors in it. We talked about it oh last time.
1: The but. actors, though oh my God, everyone is in this everyone that's awesome is in this. I mean uh, how Morgan uh, Freeman and Samuel L. Jackson are in this. That's probably the only two amazing actors that aren't in this at this point. Um, but that's the thing. I'm I'm hesitant, and here's why. I think it looks awesome, but that's what a trailer's supposed to do. It's yep. supposed to look awesome. It's supposed to get you all geeked and goosed for it. But right, the first thing that came to mind was, okay, yes, epic looks awesome i love hard sci-fi like this i'm into it but is there an audience for this
0: um you know what if you just said that i watched the first series on my own and of game of thrones i would have said the same question but somehow it caught on um I loved it, but I can totally watch Game of Thrones for a season people and, and know people like what the hell? This is no audience for this. This is for really niche people that, you know, watch play Skyrim or some shit, you know? Right. Um so I I I think I think there is. I there's more there there are some people in the office that uh let's say like thirty year old uh women that are are reading this book right now. Oh okay. good. So um so yeah, I, I, uh, just talking with people at work, they're like, "Yeah, I'm totally into it. you know." They're um, and you wouldn't think so, right? Just by um, characteristics that you you know, just being stereotypical, you wouldn't think they would be. But I think we're going to find a bigger audience than than we think. Well, here, see,
1: don't get me wrong. The director, Denis Villeneuve, if that's how you say his name. Sure. I freaking loved arrival one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years and it's sci-fi and it's hard sci-fi and it was good loved it i can watch that movie over and over right. um and we also did that other movie with emily blunt i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head that uh
0: with was, tom cruise no
1: no 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 not that one no he did a no. no i know, I know what you're talking about you're talking about edge of tomorrow but no that was yeah the, that was uh that was lyman
0: it okay. um, was a fair thing to say. You were all ripping on Tom Cruise. No, 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 sorry. I thought you <laughs> we were making it fun because
1: I mentioned Tom Cruise earlier when I met Tom oh. Hanks. Um, gosh, I can't remember the name of that movie now. Uh, Sicario. He did that oh, as well. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Super tense, but not sci-fi at all. But a super tense movie. Loved it.
0: Well, his movies are great. He did one with um, Hawkeye. It's part of the trilogy. Like a semi, it's a trilogy of things that he's done. I think that what, what movie is this? What's oh, if I got the right thing right, I can't think of it right ready. now. Maybe oh. I'm thinking of a different director. I may be thinking of a different director.
1: Okay. Well, but then he did the Blade Runner movie, which again, hard sci-fi, did the sequel, got rave reviews, but... I liked it. Right. But, it was a sequel, a hard sci-fi mm-hmm. sequel to a movie that has cult status, no question, and is hugely influential to sci-fi mm-hmm. and cinema. But let's face it, Blade Runner did not set the box office on fire when it came out. Oh, Never. no.
0: No, no, it didn't.
1: So, I'm here's what I think. I think this June movie is going to be beautiful. I think it's going to be fantastic. I am probably going to love it, just based on the trailer. But will everyone else? Will it set the box office on fire? I'm afraid this is going to be a noble flop.
0: Well, we'll see. I hope I will
1: I hope I can't.
0: Wrong. It really depends on what the world is at the time it's released. If then we can go to the theaters, then it's already a flop. They've lost money, right? Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's 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 so hard to say anything now about this stuff. True. Um, so it's it's an unfair situation for all these filmmakers right now to be considered a a, a flop or not. But I can tell you this: it would be a shame not to be able to see this on a big screen. This movie is meant for big. Yes. Right. These these are why, these are why theaters still exist because the, you know, everybody's home TV are fairly nice now. Uh, so, you know, these are the reasons you make spectacles and yes. this looks like a spectacle, Something just like, like- tenant, you know, that kind of thing. So these are made for that. This isn't, you know, um, clerks, you know, right. I don't need to see clerks at a theater. It's, it's, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so, yeah. This is the reason. So I even mean, in
1: the trailer, there's several really wide shots that to fully yeah. appreciate the size and the enormity of some of these ships and venues we've seen, you got to see it on the big screen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm paying for IMAX on this one if I can.
1: Ooh, I, I mean, think I, I, have feel to like,
0: too, I feel yeah. like the, I feel I feel like that's the only way to see this thing. So I'm, geeked. I'm all just right. I'm worried. That's all yeah all right well from the big screen to the small screen we got a gift today from disney that gave me hope and that was the uh the big drop of the mandalorian season two and damn dude this is star wars this this it just looks like a continuation of obviously what was great um even the small things they shown on this preview you know they used the language they used uh the voices of season one, which was the end of telling him what he's got to do. And it's setting up the season. They have a big quick cut to Tatooine again. So we're going back to Tatooine or a planet like it. Cause he had the Bantha there um, with the Tusken Raider. You yep. see some X wings, some X wings are really cool. Um, and then we see one of the, this is why star Wars is, this is what it was great about Lucas and what is working here is the scene where basically he tells, every, he tells the guys that, you know, this child comes with, with me everywhere. And they go, yeah, we noticed. And uh, they kind of put their guns at him. Then he shows the... Um, I forgot what that weapon's called, but the little missiles that go off. The
1: and then you see the...
0: In. Yeah, yeah, birds, something like that. And, uh, and then you just see uh, the child, like, close up his thing because he knows shit's coming. Like, that's the funny... That's the thing that pulls you in. And you're like, it's that little humor, right? Like, there's a... It's not being funny it's just levity in the, in the humor this is where favreau and and production team this is why this is working yes and and uh it just looks great man again there's everything and we got really nothing in this preview just a lot of wide shots and some areas and talk over but you know i don't even think giancarlo esposito is in any of the shots
1: no one okay.
0: so i mean there's a lot more going on here um we saw a hooded figure that we think might be a Jedi. It's certainly not Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, so we didn't see any Ahsoka or any, any of the rumors. But uh, damn, man, I'm ready. And it's only in a month, less than a month. October 31st, I believe, it's released.
1: October, so, yeah. Well, six weeks.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, yeah. I really can't, I can't add can't much more to what you said other than, but this, yeah. God, it gets me so excited. I I'm sorry, but The Mandalorian, I mean, I don't want to start this discussion again, but this is way better Star Wars than the sequel movies.
0: This, I agree with you there. There's no doubt about that. It brought something back, you know. Yeah, I think I said it at the time. Um, It makes me feel like I'm
1: 12. I got that feeling with Rogue One, and I get that feeling with The Mandalorian. And I know you said before you can't go back there, but The Mandalorian's doing it.
0: Well, I think you can go. You, you can think back to it, but you can't have the innocence of it. Well, no. Do you know what I mean? You're too, that's I'm what I mean. Like you, you a
1: cynical man. There's no
0: question. I, right, <laughs> right. Well, back then you you, you just didn't, or right. you know, wasn't what it was you just see it and you watch it um that's what i mean when with this is. so yeah this looks great we we can't argue it um we could do a breakdown we don't have time for that well, maybe we can in a future episode if there's another trailer and i can i can break it down and say here's this here's here's that you know at 52 seconds whatever um but hey this looks like fun the x-wings look great i mean that was a cool shot of them chasing it. we don't know if they're chasing him if they're part of them. we don't know any of that yet
1: yeah um, so we obviously know we're going to tatooine are we going to uh um, Mon Calomar?
0: I don't know. It's possible. There's also, could be Hoth. I don't know. Maybe he's going to old rebel bases looking for something.
1: Well, we, there are a few ice planets and just like there are a few desert planets. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Tatooine just because of the Bantha and the right, Tusken Raider. Raider. But, yeah. yeah, there was the ice planet so it could be Hoth but it could be in other planets. But the reason I, I asked if it was Mon Calamar is because it looked like there were several of those there's two different, there's two sentient species on Mon Calumar. There's the, right. The, there's the ones that there's like. The, there's the Ackbars. The Ackbar Dang. and uh, what's the other guy? General, uh, what was the other guy?
0: Yeah, from Rodan. Raddus?
1: Raddus? Anyway, point is, there's the, the squid looking people. Yep. Then, then there's the other race that it kind of like, they, they got like the tentacles on their face.
0: Yep. And I saw we saw a bunch of those on the dock. Yeah, they're on a boat. They're they're on a boat, right? So they're going on Deadliest Catch. <laughs> and uh, that's where they see that's where we see the hooded person too. So we don't, you know, it's in that area.
1: Right. Is that a Jedi or is that a, a night witch of some sort? Who knows? Yeah.
0: We is? heard there's a night witch has been been said. Um, but yeah. We shall see. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it looks great. Uh, right now, Disney should be really paying attention to Fabro and company.
1: Can I just say Gamorrean Guards as kind of like- Thin
0: ones. Skinny ones, right? Fighting. Yeah, they,
1: okay, they were a bit skinny, but seeing Gamorrean Guards as like WWE fighters or gladiators, it just right. fits. Yeah. Doesn't, it just works. It just, I mean, yeah, that's where they should be. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. They know they know how to do it. They know how to pull the right strings.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they're doing it. Totally. Right. I can't wait till October 30th.
0: No kidding. Yep. My Disney Plus, uh, they're going to keep me for a while if they keep doing this. And then they cut right into Casting Andor and they go into Obi Wan. I'm going to take my money for a while. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode there's a lot we talked about uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up down the road we started a little bit low with the loss of wonder woman but we ended a little bit high with the coming of the mandalorian so we'll leave it at that high note um we'll somehow fit tom cruise into the next episode sorry tom cruise we're gonna get a chance to talk to you this time uh so if, uh, if you like the episode if you like this show if it's your first time listening sh- uh, thank you for listening if you've listened for a while hey do us a favor share it with some friends that really helps the show if you uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts or other podcast networks if you want to give us a rating that'd be cool hopefully it's a good rating uh, so do that that also helps the uh, podcast out and um, you know if you want to interact with us on social media Michael's got you covered
1: that's right or on Facebook as a page and a group. We're on Instagram or on Twitter, look for Kybercast or the Kybercast. Also pay attention, that's where you're gonna see most of the information coming for our book club.
0: Awesome. Thanks again, Michael. It's been a, a fun week and we'll see what happens next week with uh, hopefully there's more good news coming down the line. Hell yeah. Cool. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll check you next week. I
1: have spoken.
0: What a piece of junk.
1: Boring conversation anyway.